0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. My name is Amanda, and I'm an early childhood educator in Ontario, Canada, and this podcast is where I share about all things kindergarten. I usually pick a topic for the week and share my thoughts, my ideas, my learning around that topic, but I have a special series of podcast episodes coming to you, and these are going to be a little bit different from what I normally do. I wanted to make a book club that Dives deep into a book that I found really interesting and that I wanted to, you know, get on to reading. And I thought, oh, a great way to get me excited about reading a book would be a book club, but I didn't have any um, around me or I didn't see any online. So I thought, why don't I start my own book club and try to get other people excited about reading some PD books with me? Um, If this is something that becomes I'm not going to say popular, but it's that it becomes something that people enjoy and interact with. I hope to do this with other books as well. But to start us off, I'm going, I picked the book Literacy Foundations for English Learners. I saw somebody share about this book on Instagram and I thought, wow, what a perfect book for me at this moment in time. And so I'm going to be diving into this book with this first episode of our book club. Before I get really started on talking about the book itself, I thought I would talk a little bit about why I picked a book titled Literacy Foundations for English Learners. Um, I'm finding that the demographic at the school that I am currently teaching at is quickly changing. We always had English language learners at our school, but there is a bigger community that is moving into this um, this school area. I guess (laughs) that's what we would call it, the school area, where I have a lot of different languages that are spoken within the classroom. Before, I would have maybe one or two languages spoken in the classroom and we would be able to, you know, use Google Translate and work with students. Now I'm finding it that we are having multiple languages within the classroom. This year alone, um, I hope I'm not going to be forgetting any languages, but we have uh, Cantonese, Russian, Urdu, Tamil, and I'm sure I'm forgetting another one. But... There's at least four different languages that are spoken. Students that come from all over the world, which makes it a beautiful environment to grow in. But I also want to make sure that I'm meeting the needs of my English language learners and ensuring that you know my instruction is focused on what um, will advance them in the English language, while still honoring the capabilities and the knowledge that they hold in their first language as well. So that's really why this book grabbed my attention in the first place. I thought it's right up my alley with all my love of, you know, structured literacy instruction and my deep dive into the science of reading. And when I saw this book, I thought oh, that is the perfect next step for me in my literacy instruction is really taking a data-driven um, academic approach to literacy instruction for my English language learners. Um, as for me personally <laughs> I grew up in Quebec. I don't know if I've really talked about this on the podcast before but growing up in Quebec my both of my parents spoke English and when I started school in kindergarten, I had to go to French school. I don't know if I had to go to French school, but my parents decided that I was going to French elementary school. And so I started my first day of kindergarten in a classroom where I didn't understand a word of what anybody was saying. I did learn French. I'm still a fluent French speaker. I continued um, to be in a French school up until grade six and then I went into high school in an English high school but continued to take French language classes as I would have taken them in um, a French high school. And then I went to CGEP and continued my French classes and even in university I also had French classes there as well. So I'm feeling like my experience in kindergarten mirrors the experience of my students also in kindergarten. And even though I was able to pick up on French um, between kindergarten, grade one, grade two, I still have this like feeling of unease when I think back to that time in my schooling where I didn't 100% know what was happening. I was kind of learning the rules of French, but I didn't really I wasn't excelling, let's say. And so it was really hard for me to grasp the French language. And even to this day, I don't feel confident writing in French because I don't quite understand all the rules. And so if that is my experience as a French learner, in um, elementary school. I know that that's how a lot of my English learners that are currently in my class are feeling. And I wanna make sure that, you know, I am an educator that is there for them and that helps them become successful and feel confident in themselves as learners, wherever their school experience might take them. So that is really why I picked this book. It's from my past um, school experience but also mirroring my current school experience where now I am on the educator side of it and I wanna make sure that I'm doing what is best um, for my students. So this Literacy Foundations for English Learners book is going to be the book club that I start this whole series with, that I'm really hoping that we get to pick different books and that we get to do this a couple times a year. The format of it is going to be that every Thursday for the next, um, I think this is going to be a 10 week series. So um, every Thursday for 10 weeks, I will be releasing an episode of the book club where I will talk about one chapter of the book if the book is something that you want to pick up, because I'm not gonna be reading the book to you, I'm just gonna be talking about my reflections and any other resources that I found and things like that. Uh, If the book is something that you want to pick up, I will put a link in the show notes, I just got it on Amazon. And I will say that it is a very easy read, like it when I say I read chapter one and this is the um, first podcast episode is on chapter one, like it didn't take me long to read it all. It's chock full of information, but there's not a ton of fluff that makes makes reading it take forever. It's really concise and comprehensive at the same time. So I've been enjoying what I've read so far. So this episode is going to be on chapter one, which is the introduction, but I will be doing a podcast episode in, on every um, chapter Every Thursday. Once the podcast has aired, I will also have a forum post over on my blog that I will link in the show notes as well with some discussion questions, some reflection questions, some polls that we can take to talk about the book and your reflections on the book as well. I think that, you know, having the input of others, having that, you know, hive mind coming together with other resources or other experiences that you've had in the classroom is going to be so important. So I'm really excited about the forum and I'm really hoping that you join in the discussions there. I will link everything in the show notes for you if you can't find it reach out to me i'm always over on instagram i'm at creative kindergarten blog on tpt i know it's long start typing in creative kindergarten on instagram send me a direct message um comment on a post whatever you want and i will send you a direct link to the forums because i think it's going to be so important to have that you know professional conversation around the book as well which is like a half of the part of the book club where, you know, this is going to force me to read the book, but also it's going to give me the ability to talk to other educators about their experiences as well. So again, podcast episode every Thursday, along with that podcast episode, there will be a forum post over on my blog with whatever kind of reflection or discussion questions i have for that chapter for the week if you have any ideas for reflection or discussion questions make sure you send them over my way i'd love to add them to the forums so that we can have some great discussions together so that's the basics for the book club let's just dive into talking about chapter one if you haven't read it already maybe just Press pause on this episode and go and read the first chapter. It is literally I think 10 pages long and it really just talks about the challenge that English learners might face when they are learning the English language and really talks about the background of English learners. I will say that the book does focus on a lot on the United States so all the statistics are based on the U.S. and something that I have noticed is that because Spanish is such a huge second uh, first language in the United States that a lot of the statistics and things that they talk about in the book are based on spanish speakers uh, but a lot most of it also applies to where i am which is in ontario canada and i really loved reading this first chapter to kind of just get me situated in my head about um you know the english learners and their demographics and how Um, It kind of fits into the history of the education system and how we have been historically meeting the needs of EL learners and how we can move forward with meeting their needs in the classroom and teaching English as a second language. One of the things that I've definitely heard over the years from speech and language pathologists and people that I've worked with is that we want to continue to encourage families to speak their first language at home. We know that uh, rich oral language can translate from a first language to a second language. So we don't want parents to be trying to speak another language that, that they're not comfortable with. Instead, um, I continue to advocate to my parents that they should continue to speak to their, their, uh, their children in their first language. And, you know, I loved a quote on page four of the book. It's like right at the beginning of the book, but it really resonated with me when I read it and something that I want to always keep at the forefront when I am teaching students um, who are English language learners. And it, this is the quote on page four. ELs also bring with them prior knowledge, experiences and strengths related to language and learning that educators must find ways to identify and build upon. When I read that, I, I'm i thinking to the little peanuts in my classroom who bring with them such a wealth of knowledge and skills that I have yet to tap into because they might be communicating them in a way that I'm not understanding, right? If a child is trying to Tell me a wonderful story about their weekend and is using, you know, such great storytelling skills and all these things, but they're telling them me them in a language that I do not speak. I'm missing out on all of this wonderful wealth of information about this child. And even though I don't want to, I'm not feeling sad, about it, I really want to keep that in my mind that as an English um, speaker, I constantly need to find ways to communicate and understand all of the students that are in my classroom. So in our kindergarten program in Ontario, there's like different ways that children can knowledge. We call it the triangulation of data. In kindergarten, it's saying, doing, representing. I forget what it's called in the older grades. But basically, I can't understand what a child is saying to me. I I can use what they're doing in the classroom and how they're representing their knowledge in different ways to really honor their thinking and honor who they are as a child. So I, even though this book is about, you know, teaching them to speak English because Um, you know, if they're going to complete their schooling in an English language school and in Canada, you know, English is the uh, primary language that is spoken. It's one of our official languages. If we're going to, you know, give them the tools that they need to be successful, um, I want to teach them English. But at the same time, I want to make you know their past experiences and the fact that you know they they speak a language already and they have all of this um all of these oral language skills I just might not be able to understand them at this time when they're they're using um, words to speak with me and so um having that as part of the that quote on page four is the first part of the book I thought was really a perfect way to introduce us to you know how to teach oral uh, English literacy skills to English language learners. Um, In the book they call them English learners ELs. I don't know why I I always go to English language learners. I don't it's the same thing for me but that's just the uh, vocabulary or the the don't know, the way that we talk about it where I am, at least in my school board. So I usually say English language learners English learners. For me, those two are interchangeable. They might not be, but for me they are. (laughs) Anyways, after that quick little introduction, the rest of the chapter really does focus on um, what English language learning looks like in the United States. It talks about different acts and the common course um, standards that are um in the united states for me that was very interesting to read but as a canadian it didn't really apply to my classroom as it is but it was really nice to see what other countries or school systems are doing with english language learners but the first chapter again the first chapter was only 10 pages long but for me it did bring in a wealth of information about how to my thinking about English language learners and how I can go into my learning about literacy skills for English language learners. That is it for the first podcast episode about literacy foundations for English learners. I really hope that you're as excited as I am for this book club, this first Um, episode I guess was more focused on the book club itself and what we're going to be doing rather than the book itself because the introduction is just that an introduction so there wasn't a lot to um, reflect on but in the forum I am going to be putting up a post asking you why you are choosing to join this book club what resonates with you with this book and um, what do you hope to get out of the learning in this book? So I hope you join the discussion over there. Introduce yourself. Let me know where you're from. Let me know why you want to join this book club and um, if you're excited about the book that is chosen. I can't wait to talk to you over there on the forum, but I really want to thank you for joining me for this first episode of the book club. The regularly scheduled podcast that I have out on Tuesdays will still be coming out. You just get to have two episodes of me for a couple of weeks. So I hope you enjoy listening to my voice because it will be on a couple of times. But um, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you whatever podcast platform that you listen to me on, so that you are notified whenever I put out new episodes of the podcast. And if you do not already follow follow me on Instagram, make sure that you do so that you are staying up to date with everything that I am doing. Again, thank you so much for joining me for this first episode of the podcast, and I hope to hear from you over on that discussion board. <laughs>